0: But I'm still hit, like I'm filmic, but you still stick Flipping buddies real quick, for the
1: music, get the meal quick To the table, get your filled with, remember how to feel shit Take a real hit to the ego, pop a pill, sip, no placebo Now that real shit you said you'd Make you real sick, play
0: the people, now the hell shit will come and leave Hey, see I've been falling back, watch a from a distance Nosebleeds, ODs on the children, uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished uh,
1: no peace in the streets that we live in I can't say shit, gotta make y'all change So i am going stay rich in the good y'all claim Forever rich in the cut, it's a breath. Ain't talking about the cash, but we keep it in the bag, no
0: cap What is good, everybody? It's your boys, uh, Forever Rich Podcast with me, King Diamond Eye And then, of course, you got AB Guapo uh, Another beautiful episode, another beautiful week How is your week, my dude?
1: What's good, everybody? My week is going good Um Just a normal, typical week uh, worked, didn't really do anything this weekend. Well, take that back. So y'all know I live in a, well, if you don't know, I live in a uh, HOA neighborhood. And uh, so I got a violation for my yard. So mm. they were like, oh man, it's looking crazy out there. So I, ha- I had cut the grass. So it wasn't the grass. They're like, um. so they give us like these little like front garden bed things. And like I when I first moved in here, I had pulled all the stuff up and mulched it. And it looked pretty nice. And then I like put some like decorative stuff in it, but I hadn't changed the mulch in a long time. So the mulch was starting to look bad. A little bit of weeds was starting to grow, but it wasn't too terrible. I was kind of shitty when they sent me that, like, oh, you need to fix your garden. Like, I was like, oh, so y'all trying to play me, huh? But so this weekend, I'm going to, I went to Lowe's, bought a whole bunch of stuff so I can fix it up, make it look better. Um, So that's what I'll be doing. Probably after we get done recording this episode is uh lawn maintenance, so I don't get no more violations. So uh,
0: that's definitely a a a video clip that we definitely need to see. See you actually working in your yard and seeing how you you know take care of your shit. But yeah, man, fuck HOA, bro. I hate HOA. I got HOA as well, I'm the most laziest, overpaid motherfuckers in the world. Like, bro, we gotta we had a violation because. Uh, Last year, was it? Yeah, that was last year. The year before for Christmas, uh, I, I told, I told Raven, I was like, "Yo, I don't do like decorations. Like, hey, if you like need assistance putting them up, cool, I'll help you. But that's all you. Like, I don't do like, I don't do, I don't do Christmas decorations. I don't do Halloween decorations. I don't do decorations. Like, this not me. Um, so Raven was like, "Okay, I got it." So she. She uh did the whole she did the front yard or the our uh, entrance to our house the, the mm-hmm. little um, overhang so she did yeah. that bro the lights was still up until like July and we <laughs> so for seven months nothing not a damn thing then like August comes up and then it's like then we get a violation warning like hey you guys need to take down your Christmas lights it's like why in like two two months it's gonna be Christmas time anyway we're gonna to put them bitches back up. Like, why would you wait for, like, two weeks or, you know, seven months to tell us that? And then on top of that, then they were, like, um, like, they, ours is, like, they get petty over some of the smallest shit in the world. But then, they're like, you got some neighbors, like, you got some neighbors that, like, grass is, like, all the way up to, like, my kneecaps. And you don't get, like, you don't see nothing going on with them. Like, like hardly anything happens to them. You got motherfuckers Got their cars on their grass and shit. Nobody says shit to them, but you going you gonna bitch and complain to me about some motherfucking Christmas lights. It's like HOAs can be some jokes sometimes, and they expect their money on them. every fucking year. Like they they doing something for our our properties. Like you're not doing nothing for our property. Like it's bullshit. Like I can't. Say I will that.
1: say in defense, though, mine's been kind of they've been nitpicky. They're really picky with the yard. I don't know why um but i I will give them props that they are building a pool and a track so i'll say at least my money is going towards something um but other than that yeah i absolutely agree they don't really do anything and yeah they just kind of just bitch at you so it's all good though you know you get what you pay for right
0: neighborhood tattletales man
1: (laughs) exactly but my thing is, is like they're just like you said they're just not consistent like, they'll come out to your house maybe, you know, once a month or whatever. And then I'll get a notification in my, uh, I guess we do, they do both mail and online. So, like, I I signed up for the online thing. So, like, I'll get a notification in my online portal, like, hey, you got a violation. And I'll look at it and it'll be like, oh, you need to cut your grass. And I'm like, my grass is, like, Florida it doesn't rain a lot here. Like, so the sod that they the builders put down. Uh, it didn't do too well uh, post, like, if you're not watering it consistently. And it's, you expect people to pay a $500 water bill a month to keep their grass super green. No one's going to do that, you know? So, like, that's my thing. It's like, look, you guys got to understand, like, we're going through a dry season. You know, though it's not raining. The grass isn't growing. It looks bad. Yes. It, I mean, it doesn't even look bad. It just looks dead. You know? So, Whatever. I just keep it cut down and try to do my best, but I wasn't too mad about the front yard part because it did look bad. Like it was every time I'd come home, I'm like, "Oof, I need to fix that," and I would just never do it. And time after time, walk after walk, so finally I got that violation. So I was like, "All right, it's it's time to do this."
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful with shit like that. Like same thing for us. Like our I try to keep the the front yard and backyard uh cut down as possible but it's been raining like all week long and it's not it's like not like you know sprinkling it's been like pouring down so it's like i just see the, like all the, the weeds and stuff just like oh i'm growing i'm growing i'm like not for long bitch wait <laughs> nice till, and healthy wait, just wait I'm, I,
1: I'm nice and healthy yeah,
0: yeah i was just wait just wait till you ask uh just wait till it starts stop raining i'm gonna cut your ass as soon as possible but yeah man um mm-hmm. uh, just can't stand HOA. Like, uh, if, if we do either upgrade or get a different house, I'm definitely trying to find a house that does not have HOA. Cause, um,
1: Yeah, like, me too. Don't tell me, me what
0: I can't do and can't do. Like, even we, like I said, we put new windows into the, the house because we had, you the had to get it approved. Windows. Yeah, and it took like motherfucking a whole month, bro. And then we had it, like, so we couldn't even, like, we got it, we signed up for our windows. Back in August of last year, and we didn't get them installed until my fucking end of January, February timeframe because we had to wait for HOA, and then they couldn't order the windows until they got the HOA approval. I was like, "Damn, bro! Like it took them forever to approve something." And it's like, "Don't tell me how what I can and can't do to my house." Like, bro, if I want to put, a, yeah, that's if I that's my thing, and that I
1: don't I, like either.
0: If I, especially if I'm adding value to my house, why do I need your approval to add value to my house? Like if I'm, I can understand if I'm trying to build a fucking pool in my backyard and you know I got all the wires and all that, but if I'm just putting in new windows or something like that, like I shouldn't have to ask you permission to to upgrade my house, you know? Like so.
1: Right, um, and then it's like my thing is too. Excuse me, is that they? They say, like, for here, like, we don't care what you do inside. Well, inside is just as important as the outside. If I'm in here just destroying the stuff on the inside, why does it, you know, like, you guys only care about what you can see, you know? And that doesn't necessarily dictate the value of the house just because it looks a certain I mean, yes, it does, but it doesn't as much as they try to make it seem. It's just I, sometimes I feel like it's just a control thing. Like, then do you guys have an HOA board or is it still controlled by the land? The property owners, landowners.
0: Uh, I think we have a board because they. I think like sometime last year, maybe beginning of this year, they they had like some like vote for this person for or you know go to the board meet or the HOA board
1: meetings or some shit. Mm. Yeah, uh, then those those type of people you already know how they be. I'm the president of the HOA board and uh this in section six. Uh, paragraph 2 it says you can't have this out here so i'm going to give you one chance you know to to put that away and i don't want to see you smoking weed out here either cuz i know you black folks yeah, yeah so i that's all i need to hear one good time and i'm just going to have to smack somebody
0: and so. you know what it is it's like them retired pe- them retired old ass people that got no nothing to do and they're like oh, but be I have nosy yeah, I want to run my HOA. And then they just be power walking through the neighborhood. Oh, this needs to be reported. Oh, this <laughs> needs to be reported. It's like, come on, man. Like, I can, okay, I can understand if like someone's trying to have like, you know, a mechanic shop in a fucking garage and they got like all these car parts and all this type of other stuff. But it's a normal day to day shit. Like, people are just, they working. Like, you know, it's every day to yeah. day person. This ain't like motherfucking. They be trying to act like this is like the Galleria area where motherfuckers is making like six figures and shit like that, and they can just hire motherfucking Pablo and and Ed, Eduardo to you know cut their grass and re-landscape every five days and shit like that. I was like, no, these, these motherfuckers is we you know a lot of people barely scraping by, and you worried about some motherfucking Christmas lights in July? Like, come on, bro. It's like it's be petty for that. Like, get your shit together. Yes,
1: very very petty, very petty, but. Mm -hmm. We won't get on a HOA super rant here, Adam. (laughs) Uh, I'm at your uh,
0: head HOA. All HOAs, I'm at your head. Maybe
1: we should should have an HOA episode where we just get a bunch of people on and have them talk about their feelings about their HOAs. That'd probably be actually pretty funny. But we have a good episode for you guys coming. Uh, Hopefully, you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Uh, So this week, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, some of the LSU drama with... um, the women's Alexis basketball Moore. team, and Alexis Moore, and um, uh, Angel Reese. Uh, we're also going to cover uh, the WWE merger, though I know some people, but adults per se, probably don't watch WWE it's like that. I mean, I don't watch it anymore, but I did think it's very interesting because I grew up on WWE. I know a lot of people my age did too, so uh, then... Interesting things going on there, and then we're going to finish off with the gun law uh, concealed carry for Florida being passed, so turning into the wild, wild west out here. Uh, we're going to cover that and talk a little bit about that. So first, we're going to go into the LSU um, stuff that's going on. Uh, if you guys haven't noticed, or, or if you lived under a rock, you didn't, you know that LSU won the NCAA Women's National Championship. Um well-deserved they were really good this year um i did keep an eye on the women's uh brackets here and there i watched a few games not too many um i do try to give the women the the nod as much as the men because i feel like they kind of don't get it as much as they should uh, because sometimes their tournament is better than the men's but um so lsu won um and we they had uh, who did iowa was it iowa Yep. In the championship, uh, yeah. So I played Iowa in the championship, and Iowa is a mostly white starting five. While LSU was pretty predominantly black, no surprise. Um, basketball. Ooh, who would have thought? And they crushed them. They crushed them. Now, one of the women on Iowa was having an historic season. Uh, Steph Curry esque. And was getting a lot of praise and respect. And she had some uh, taunting and stuff that just it's just part of the game. You know, you trash talk. You get out there. You trash talk. It is what it is. I think anyone and everyone has played a game of pickup basketball, uh, organized basketball with the church, summer league, whatever you do. You know, you've played a game where you had somebody trash talking, right? So we all know who plays. It's just part of the game. People trash talk, right? So... LSU crushes Iowa, and Angel Reese makes a uh, starts trash talking, and does a gesture um, that the girl on Iowa does a lot, kind of taunting her. Whatever, we're yeah, the John Cena, you can't see me, and then starts pointing to her fingers with the rings. You know, ring me. We've all seen these these before. You know, nothing, nothing crazy. In my opinion, nothing crazy. And Twitter and the rest of the world kind of took, sports broadcast world took a lot of outrage to that. But I think more specifically, and we know what it was, was white America took uh, outrage to that. And it just goes to show, you know, the double standard and the hypocrisy in America that we have, um, where it just seems like when black folks do anything, it's, it's always tasteless, classless, or, you know, ghetto Trashy, and we're just doing the same thing that other people be doing. You know, it's it's never labeled the same as when uh, white folks do it, and it's it's always been crazy to me why in America, you know, we are looked at so differently than everybody else. Um, And this just is a this is a prime perfect example of the hypocrisy in America. And then to top it all off, you know, Jill Biden goes and I don't and I don't think she had bad intentions. I really don't. But she goes and tries to say that both teams need to be invited to the White House um, when that is never, ever in the history of sports ever been done. They only ever invite the winners. And that's the whole point of winning. Um and she really didn't double uh, backtrack her comments. I know the press secretary released saying, oh, we would love to have LSU, but that wasn't really them saying, I'm sorry. So uh, Alexis Moore made comments saying, you know, we should go see the Obamas instead of going to see uh, the Bidens in the White House. And I, I mean, I didn't have any problem with her saying that, you know, it definitely has become a point to where this is white versus black, you know, uh, and like I said, I, I don't see where the negativity of Angel Reese's actions and the LSU players is classless. You know, it's, it's trash talking. Like I said in the beginning of my little soliloquy, you get on the court and you have some of those people that just talk trash. They talk trash the whole, the whole game, you know. And there's, some, there's a lot of – this goes on a lot. Like we know some of the worst trash talkers like in the NBA, you know, were white people. You know, Larry Bird, if you don't know, is known, very, very known for his trash talking. Like, any documentary you watched about, all oh, Larry Bird talks shit just all day. Like, he get in your head, he get in your mind, you know. But he didn't, no one looked down or looked any different to him than they would if, you know, uh, like Deion Sanders, for instance. Deion Sanders got a lot of negative publicity because of the things he said. He wasn't saying anything Different than what the other people were saying. These people just didn't like what he had to say because he was black. You know, and I'll let King Diamond and I go, but, you know, in America, we just need to do better. You know, we need to stop uh, picking and choosing what is right and wrong. If we're going to say something's wrong, it's wrong. doesn't matter who it's doing, who's doing it. If we're going to say something's right, it's right. It doesn't matter who's doing it. It doesn't one thing isn't right because somebody's black or somebody's white. But I'll let you go. How do you feel about the LSU uh, and stuff that's going to be going on, you know, this story? And uh, how do you think it's going to affect the basketball community going forward?
0: Well, first thing first, congratulations to LSU. You guys deserve it. Um, Your boy's a fan of LSU ever since we went to New Orleans. Like that whole area, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, uh, that whole area is incredible. Uh, they know, they showed nothing but love to us while we was out there. So uh, I'm a big LSU fan uh, just for that purposes. Um, they they took care of your boys and they showed us absolutely love while we were out there. Um, we already know what it is. I, I ain't gonna beat a dead horse. You know, it was because she was black and she was rubbing it into a white girl's face that was doing it throughout the whole tournament, showing off, showboating. and Oh, that's just that that drive in her to be excellent. But when someone else does it of a different complexion in front of the you know in front of her, then it, it's tasteless. It's you know uncalled for and blase, blase. This this type of conversation is never gonna end because it's always gonna be that. You know, especially when you have a school like Iowa, Middle America, White America, majority of those people are probably Magna fans, you know. So, and then you got LSU, you know, a, a lot of hood people, go, you know, hood people from poverty that, you know, are on that team. You know, they, they talk the, pro, you know, the ghetto lingos and, you know, they, you know, they conversate um different than you know blue white collar america you know and stuff like that they got swag to them and you know it's basketball it's sports in general like i I get tired of like people trying to say oh that's tasteless no it's not that's sports from the from the from anything from baseball to basketball to soccer you're always taunt like come on soccer is the world favorite sport right number one sport in the world Anytime the motherfuckers score, be taking shirts off, doing backflips, all types of stuff in front of everybody. You'll never hear nothing about, oh, it's tasteless, oh, that's uncalled for, or nothing like that. And there's plenty of white people, Africans, uh, Hispanics, Latinos, Asians, everybody plays soccer. So you can't, you know, so where is that tasteless? Like, it, it, at the end of the day, we all know what it was, it was... A lot of people wanted Iowa to win because it was the first time they were there. So all it's you know, it's Middle America, you know, Bible basket. You know, they had a, a a Larry Bird type player on that team where she she was doing her thing. Uh, you know, shout out to Angela Reese. Uh, she was hooping uh, throughout the whole tournament. But at the end of the day, it's like if I win, I'm a champion. I have the right to taunt. And I'm gonna keep taunting until uh, the next until the next year, and you guys take it away from me. That's basically it. That's that's for any sport, any team. The Astros are still taunting motherfuckers out out here on every game. They still hey, we still the champions. We still the best. Uh, who won last year in the NBA? Uh, Golden State's. They they barely above 500. They barely. I think they're barely above playing, and they're still talking about yeah. When we're healthy, we're the best team out there. So they still talking. They still taunting. They was taunting to Memphis. It was still doing their thing. Um, Kansas City still, you know, they still partying, and they still gonna keep partying. They still gonna all season long, you know, when they're down and they score a touchdown. You know, Patrick Mahomes is gonna look at the other side side sideline and be like, "I'm him, I'm him." So you already know, like, that's that's what that's that's the privilege that you get as a champion. And I just feel like, um people that call on her tasteless and those are the people that never play sports or could never be athletic to even win anything. Uh, and they're just mad because, you know, their team lost at the end of the day. The um, Biden shit. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I, I, I'm not a fan of the Bidens. I, I, in all aspects, I think they, they're typical democrats in my personal opinion they promise a whole bunch of shit and then they don't deliver and then they throw in like some random ass shit in the middle of it just to just to give us you know just to propose a little hope that you know hey maybe we can still continue to get you know african americans and minorities trust back for the next election and i i'm not on board with that so i that shit was you know what that was we all know what that was, that, that, and see, and then my thing about it is, and I'm gonna leave it at this, a lot of people want to talk shit about Donald Trump and shit like that, but Donald Trump was, he, he, he was truthful in his, hey, he would, he didn't put no blinders on, he didn't put no, no black face on or anything like that, he was true with his shit, he was like, hey, if he agreed with something, he agreed with it, if he didn't, he didn't, but he didn't contradict himself by, you know, trying to, oh, yeah, the black community, black community, this. And then, oh, Iowa deserves out of nobody. is they uh, Undisputed brought it up. It was like the first, like, no one has ever, a runner up has never been to the White House from losing a championship in all sports. Like, so I think it was like back into like 1869 or something like that. So you're over two hundred, almost two hundred years, and no one is the no runner up, and then all of a sudden you decide that Iowa deserves to make it to the to come to the White House. The same time LSU does that, like come on now, like I, I ain't about that. So I, I'm not gonna r- go on and rant about it. I think it was stupid on on the Biden's part. You you owe LSU a, a apology, and I think Alexis Morris is one thousand percent. Yeah, we don't need to go to the White House. We, you know. I'm pretty sure a lot of minorities feel the same way like I wouldn't go to the White House let's go to let, go to i've would, i would want to see the Obamas before I want to see the bidens in my personal opinion um so she didn't say anything that was out of pocket in my personal opinion she didn't say nothing that was wrong she didn't do anything wrong that's that's part of sports if it if it was if it was LeBron James doing the, uh, uh, everybody be doing that now. You know, if it's John Morant screaming up to the top of his lungs after he just dunked on somebody, you wouldn't say nothing. If it's uh, Russell Westbrook doing the baby, you wouldn't say nothing. But because it was a woman and because she's a minority, that it, it's a problem. Even though the old girl was doing it throughout the whole tournament, doing that to the fans and they, or doing that to the opposing team, it, it wasn't a problem when she did it. But when... It, you know, when a minority woman does it, especially a black woman, and, we, and you know how a lot of African Americans feel that black women get treated at the bottom of the bottom. This is a perfect example. Um, I I would tell Alexis Morris, don't change nothing about you, boo. Uh, you a queen, you a winner, and continue that shit. You, you don't have, I'm getting tired of like people thinking that you have to walk a certain way to be successful, and it's like, no. Just because I, she don't act like motherfucking Brian Gumble, you know, she don't talk like proper that doesn't really mean that she doesn't have value or she's not a human being like that shouldn't have to dictate, you know, someone's success. And she's proven it. She wanted it without, you know, having the most proper English in the world. She should explain, you know, she's from, you know, she's from the, that side of the town. So that side of the town do certain things is different, you know. She's not going to change herself just to, you know, uh, feel accepted in America.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and I I think a lot of it is just, like, you're supposed to conform or when we feel like you're supposed to conform. And when we feel like you can be... Because I always say, like, they don't... Like, rappers, for instance... Especially like the hood rappers or the ones that portray they're from the hood and stuff. And I don't want to say that they're supposed to act that type of way. You know, they're not supposed to be proper. They don't say anything about that. It's just when it, whenever they feel like you're supposed to do that, then they'll be like, hey, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. That's classless. That's tasteless. Okay, bro. Get out of here. Like, And that's, that's how I feel about it. But I'm not going to go on a rant. It's just some of that stuff always like really gets under my skin because I'm like, why? it's 2023 why are we still dealing with this really for real like you guys got nothing better to do than get on twitter and make and make egregious comments about black folks like come on we already we've been through more than enough like let's let's try to build us up instead of always trying to tear us down you got you know and then and then it's crazy because like and this is the last thing i want to say but it's crazy because like white people would be the ones, the fastest to say like, oh well uh, slavery and stuff was so long ago you, you should let that go hmm
0: you, you know what it was alright, I think I, like the root of the problem is is like he, these people don't they don't, they don't associate they don't, you know, they're not around African Americans that much so they think, you know the, The craziest thing about our society is if you're not indulged into, you know, any type of that activity around that type of stuff, you think that it's abnormal because you're in your little bubble, like societies have bubbles, even though that, you know, every race is in in America and all certain classes, you know, some people never, never seen a black person in their life or, you know, they see black people like on TV or whatever, and then they just think that they all act like that. And us in the uh, and a perfect example is like a lot of people in the military. Um, you get a lot of people in the military that would be like, they'll have one. They, they grew up one one manner or they grew up, you know, a certain way. And then they get in the military where they're for, forced, you know, to be around the, the people that they, you know, were taught to dislike or, you know, thought a certain way about them. And then they have to actually learn, you know, about these people because they're living with them every day. They're interacting with them every day. And then you can see like, not all the time, because you know you still had some some hidden racist people out there. But the majority of the time, you can see people that, you know, were like, "Hey man, you know, back in my back where I'm from, like you, you know, you." they divided that city on the, on the North side, it was the white folks on the South side. It was on, it was the black folks and you never, unless, you know, black folks needed to go see a specialist doctor on this side of town, they went there and they went home or, you know, when they celebrate it, you know, the white people celebrate on one side of town, black folks celebrate on the other side of town and, you know, some, some, something of that nature. Um, And then when they get, you know, mixed in with, you know, a whole bunch of minorities and stuff like that, their whole perspective changed. And I think that's just society. You know, you live in fucking Iowa, you live in North Dakota, you live in Montana, where there's the population of minorities out there is very slim to none, or unless it was like Native Americans. But if, if that's the case, then, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not in a society where there's a lot of minorities, so you're not understanding them. And the majority of the minor- minorities that, you know, live in those areas, they adapt to the you know the the status quo in those areas. You know the majority of them, you know dress and talk like the same pe- same people that they live with. So it's it's not gonna change, but it's just sad. Like you said, it's two thousand twenty three. We've already had a black president. You know we already had. with black people have done. African Americans. I am tired of saying say black. African Americans have done so much in this country. Success stories out the success stories and stuff like that that you should like stop trying to change people to fit your mold not everybody's michael jordan not everybody's magic johnson not everybody's uh walt fraser where you know they walk and talk just like the people now you know in those classes like not everybody's that's rich nowadays you know had a harvard or you know ivy league type you know background or or around those type of people where they they integrated their lifestyle to that you know not everybody's going to be those type of people and just accept people for the way they are man at the end of the day like this shit is bullshit like, again like that's the crazy part it's like i i, I don't, I don't want to go too much into it but i, I just could say like this it's like and then the crazy part is it's like we like even like for myself from an east coast kid I, or east coast west coast kid from california i grew up a totally different way than ab grew up on on the east coast in pittsburgh and then like moving to the south i'm totally different than the, like most of the people that i hang out with the south because it's different areas and regions right at the end of the day i still respect their you know i still respect some of, you know their culture and you know their slang or whatever they respect my shit too so it's like it's a respect level I just feel like, you know, you, you sitting there and trying to disrespect some a champion, a woman that, you know, laid it out on the line. Her team executed to the fullest and you just want to push, you want to shove her down just because she was taunting in a taunting sport. It's like you want to, you want women to, you know, you always, everyone wants to talk shit about women's sport, talking about it, it's It's not equivalent to the men's, but when they start doing men-like things, then it's like, hey, you're a lady act like a lady that's tasteless that's you know that's out of pocket don't act like that don't act savagery be classy it's like no you you play sports at the end of the day sports is like the most shit talking activity of all time like there's that that is like in in ethnic culture it's like card games and gambling and shit like that everything else okay you got me if it was in a church setting i'm pretty sure you not act like that But this is sports, and sports brings everything. It brings every emotion that you can think of out in you. So it's sad that, you know, she has to go through that, but she's handling it like a professional. So double salute to Alexis Morris on that one because she deserves it.
1: Agreed. And once again, congratulations, LSU. Um, But we're going to move on. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about WWE merger with the UFC. Um, I felt like this was a very interesting topic because I feel like the WWE is, is a cherished thing to the black community. I don't know about anybody else, but like when I was in middle school and like probably to like 10th or 9th grade, it's probably when I stopped watching, but from like 4th grade, maybe even 3rd grade to like 10th grade, WWE was my shit, bro. I used to watch Raw, SmackDown. You know, The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertanker, Shawn Michaels, what? who's my favorite wrestler. Yeah, uh, Edge, all those guys. I used to watch it all the time. Um, Randy Orton, all those guys. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of sad now. I'll see, from time to time, like, you'll see ads and stuff, or I'll see a segment on YouTube or something i i like... And I'll see a wrestler. And I'm like, I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> but then you know, I'll hear you know somebody, like, John Cena's wrestling. I'm like, well, you know what? Let me see what John Cena's been up to after, because he doesn't really wrestle anymore or anything like that. But it's it's sad to see a lot of these guys are retiring. Um, these past couple of years, you know, The Undertaker retired. Shawn Michaels is retired. Triple H retired. So all the big name guys are starting to retire that we grew up on. You know, the new generation is starting to take over and. That's how the cycle of life works, right? You, these yeah, these guys don't live; they don't live forever, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, their their time is expired. But a new change, something that is huge, has taken place. And I thought this would be very interesting because, like I said, I feel like the WWE is a cherished thing in the black community, and you know, a lot of people get shit for watching it sometimes. Like, "Who you watch? this fake," you know. But hey, sports editor, it's entertaining. I don't care what you say. It's entertaining. There, I, I think everyone's had a point where they watched it and was like, this shit is entertaining. Like, so, But if you guys aren't aware, WWE is merging with UFC. Um, a company known as Endeavor who owned UFC is buying WWE. And basically, they're not becoming one entity in itself, but they're basically going to be under the same parent company. And we've kind of seen over the years... People who have been paying attention, like a lot of crossover between the UFC and WWE. Um, So a lot of people were not really surprised because you're seeing a lot of UFC fighters do WWE matches and stuff like that. So it's not really surprising to me. But the dynamic of WWE has kind of really shifted over the probably 20, 30 years You know, we had the Attitude Era where, you know, swearing and blood and chairs and people were falling through tables. And now it's a little bit more PG, um, kid-friendly and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people don't like that. You know, they're saying that's ruining the company or whatever. But um, it's definitely changed. And, you know, now Vince McMahon is getting super old. I mean, he's 70-something years old, but still kind of running the company. There's a lot of people saying, you know, he's the reason it was starting to fail. So a change of management, you know, is always good of change of fresh air air which was already happening behind the scenes. Triple H was taking over and doing a lot of that stuff. So um, how do you feel about the merger? I don't know, did you watch WWE when you were younger?
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I'm not going to lie. I um it faded away. Of course, you know, when I start getting older, you know, start more sports activities i had to attend to and you know school and you know of course you know, the older you got you know you had a more social life so it kind of faded away but um it was crazy because uh last week at our game a lot of our my teammates was like yo we need to blow these motherfuckers out so i could go watch wrestlemania like it so it's like still grown-ass men today still love oh yeah wwe mm-hmm. to this day like full-blown like when it comes to Houston, like my fuckers be out in out in the stands and stuff like that, they'd be watching it on the, the. I guess WWE had its own network. They was watching like yeah, it, it
1: fused with Peacock now. So if you have Peacock, yeah, I had so a much.
0: teammate on the sideline. He was like every every chance he got, he was looking at the net, at the matchups and shit like that. So it, it's a it's nostalgic. Um, I was a big Stone Cold and The Rock fan. Uh, I wasn't too much a triple H and you know, all them motherfuckers, but uh yeah, hell yeah. Everybody loved, you know, WWF when I grew up, you know. We didn't have the E. We didn't have any entertainment, it was Federation. <laughs> you know, we had the blood, the gore, you know, everybody was going through tables, cage matches, like and as as fake as everybody, you know, it is somewhat scripted or whatever you want to call it, it's not as as physical. But that blood is real, bro. It ain't... That ain't yeah, they're no, really getting damn. bladed. Yeah, Yeah. them going through... Them getting hit with that, that chair is not fake. That shit is really hitting them. So yeah. it may not hit them as hard as you, you would like it to hit them. But, yo, that shit's still
1: real. And sometimes it does. You know, if yeah. you watch some of these behind the scenes now, they, they have, like, a Stone Cold has his own, like, podcast where he interviews a lot of the old wrestlers. And, I mean, they'll tell you. They'll be like, yeah, man, I got hit with this chair. And I, I was knocked out for, like, Half the match. I didn't know what was going on. Or, you know, Kurt Angle tore his ACL mid fight, you know, mid-match one time. I mean, like, it it's grueling. It really is. Like, you gotta give those boys their respect. They probably get hurt honestly more than the NFL. The um
0: I wouldn't go that far, but they they be it's they're up there. I would say
1: they're they're up there, low. they're up there. I, I give w- them props. W- it's there. because like if you don't know. Like you think it's fake. So you think everything is safe and you don't really know. So you don't know how bad the injury, I'm like the NFL, I guess you're right. Cause people get hurt and you know, their whole lives is changed. The WWE does take care of their people. That's the one thing I feel the NFL doesn't do well, was take care of the players. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're getting, they're getting beat up out there. So uh, respect to them. Definitely.
0: Yeah. And then, um, so I, uh... I'm intrigued. I'm not a big UFC fan, just because like I respect the sport, but I just couldn't get into it. Like you know, I don't know. I'm old school, I guess. My my violent. Are you more boxing? Yeah, I'm more boxing than UFC. Now I will say, uh, UFC is more more um, uh, more of a craftsmanship than boxing like you can like boxing don't get me wrong it's all technique and everything like that but of course boxing is, is a dying sport as as much yeah. as I hate to admit it but UFC is that that takes craftsmanship because you, you got to learn a whole bunch of shit on the, you know you got to learn a whole bunch of uh, different uh fighting you got to use jujitsu, you know wrestling boxing you know all that stuff into one um but I just feel like, I, as ironic as it sounds, it's just like to me, that's just pure violence in UFC, where boxing is, is a craft. Like, you know, you, sometimes UFC, it plays into luck. Like, you can just, if you just hit someone in the right, in the right, yeah, place in the right spot you know, in the chain, it's, it's over and, and yeah. it's quick. Where boxing is like, you really had to be, you know, a craftsman at your, at your, uh, your craft to where you know you can go 12 12 rounds and leave it all out and you, you know you could have bought on what you thought was a perfect match and still lose where in UFC it's like you could be better than a person across from you but just because they landed one good punch and then they choked your ass out then it's over or you know your it shows your flaws way more because you know if you're mm-hmm. uh, a brawler you're not into you know uh, grappling and you know takedowns and stuff like that then you're you're at a disadvantage right there so um but i, re- I respect the sport i um, mean it's grown a lot of people watch it all the time i i just every saturday i just don't you know i don't have time just to be watching ufc like that so um every once in a while i'll, I'll watch it like i'm not against it um but i'm intrigued to see how they do set it up um because you know wwe is a billion dollar company by itself like they you know they're always yeah. gonna they're they're gonna make their money and UFC is definitely making their money. You know they they not eat they're not going home uh, hungry by any means. So I just hope you know, that, that, you know
1: I, I saw this article. My bad. Didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, go, finish up. Finish up.
0: So my thing about it is, is I'm just intrigued to see how they set it up. Hopefully they don't try to. You know they do have a little somewhat of a merger, but I hope they don't try to re. Script revamping. UFC? Yeah, to where it's... Or not UFC, because UFC, it's hard to... Yeah, it's it
1: still under the... What is that? The sports sanction laws of the United States because it's considered an actual sport.
0: Yeah, so but my thing is, I hope they don't try to revamp and try to change everything in WWE because it's not broke. So why try to fix it, it's just, hey, let's push more money into it so it grows even more and then you know every we're making money everybody else is making money we're all happy type thing so that's what i'm hoping for um but yeah I, i'm on that boat when i when i see hey, the rocks coming to wrestlemania 39 i'm like ooh do i want to spend that 60 on on wrestlemania mm, i might have to i got to see if the rocks still got it you know or oh some clothes going to be out there in the, in the in the dead in the royal rumble mm. let me uh, let me see if I got a friend that's watching it before I try to spend that money, you know? So <laughs> yeah,
1: they, else? they they don't do the pay-per-view format anymore. Actually they switched to this, uh, where you just subscribe either to the WWE net. Well, formerly the WWE network, they've just merged it with Peacock now and you can watch all of the pay-per-views. So if you guys didn't know this and you are interested in watching WWE, all you have to do is get Peacock. Um, and you can watch a lot of the matches and stuff, of. Uh, Pretty much just with that one subscription. Um, but uh my only my thing is I think what really happened with WWE is they just didn't have any competition. It was it's like Madden. They literally had the Madden effect where once they bought out WCW and they had that big thing where you know WWF or WCW merger, you know, that was the last competition they had. TNA wasn't really good. Now AEW, I believe is what it's called, the new. Their only co- their competition now, you know, that makes them actually look at what they're writing, what they're making, who they're pushing, you know, they're not just going to push anybody before they didn't have any competition. So it's like, it didn't matter. We could just, we can do 27 John Cena matches against the same person because you have nothing else to freaking watch it is the same thing with Madden. Madden's lazy and they make the same trash game every year. That they don't make any improvements because why they own the license to uh, football and no one else can make it an NFL game. So they you don't start, care.
0: You start saying about 2k too.
1: Yeah. 2k is the same way. Yeah. They like the other game uh live NBA live tried to come back, but it's so trashy still. It is like no one really played it. So then they quit, you know, it's so, Without any competition, this is what happens. Like it doesn't matter if it's WWE, NBA, any sport, any any business. If they have no competition, they can just do whatever they want. So competition is always good. So hopefully WWE's merger, you know, and then maybe this will bring room to grow for other people, other entities to grow and become something as well, and give WWE that competition they need to return to its glory days. Like I said,
0: I, I, my like I said, my only thing is I hope because, you know, UFC kind of came and boomed up like out of the blue. Like one minute, it was like UFC was just like, oh, that's something that they do overseas. And then they came to America and then it was like, like within like two or three years, everybody was like UFC. Yeah, monster. Yeah. uh inf- What uh, was it? Infliction. Yeah. All these cool stripes, bedazzled T-shirts and this this and that and, and uplifted trucks and da 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 da. UFC, <sighs> and it's like, hopefully, you know, you know they're still su- being successful, but I hope they don't try to, like, oh, yeah, we need to revamp WWE so we can make the same profit or same um, increase that we did in UFC, so hopefully, they, like, it's not broken. Maybe you need to read, you know, storylines need to be changed or something like that. Okay, you can fine-tune those, but don't, it like... Don't try to, you know, like when a lot of people, like a lot of companies, when they out buy something, they just want the name and then like the product goes shitty after it. So hopefully that's not the case, but it's intriguing. Yeah, I want to see how it, it plays not. out. Um, Hopefully, you know, hopefully it does increase to where I'm more like, OK, let me watch, you know, WWE again or, you know, maybe I have time to watch it, but I just hope they don't you know, they don't be doing some weird shit. And, you know, motherfuckers yeah. be doing weird shit with just to please, you know, a small demographic that, but they, you know, they steady clicking or, you know, steady watching you know, TikToks and this, this and that. So we have to please this little tiny ass, you know, social group here where the mass of our production and all our revenue comes from uh, likes it this certain way. We have to please this small little tiny group. So hopefully they don't do that shit because it's not working. I agree.
1: Yeah, definitely don't fall into that woke, uh, scam. I won't say it's a scam, but woke mindset where everything has to be this, uh, so in depth. Like it's just supposed to be fun, not super political. into like, the, yeah, political, left wing, right wing, st- uh, people's feelings and sexuality. And yeah, no, just keep it the way it is, fighting, feuding, and y'all be good. So, but uh, let us know how you feel about the WWE merger. For those who actually like wrestling, um, maybe maybe one one of the vlogs we do will go to a, a show. Maybe if there's one uh, in Houston or something, I'm sure that we'll yeah, be. that'd
0: be fine. I'll, I'll I'll throw one of them old, you know, nostalgic vintage rock or Steve Cole, uh, Steve Cole Austin uh, shirts. I'll go out there, get drunk, and scream and rip his head off. She <laughs> yeah. had a WWE match.
1: i Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to one in a very long time. I used to go to the shows when they come to Pittsburgh and everything. I've been to pay per views. I've been the non TVs. So, yeah.
0: I used to go. But uh, we're gonna anyone.
1: move on to the, to the final topic of the show. We only got about ten minutes left, so um, we're gonna talk a little bit about my current living state. I'm not gonna call it my home state. He wants to always make it my home state, but it's it's just my current living state. But oh, Florida. Florida. Who, uh, you know, probably known for the most wackiest, goofiest life here. You know, sometimes you'll see things on Florida. It's like, is Florida even real? But uh, yes, it is. It's very real. And um, so they went ahead and uh, old Governor DeSanta decided to pass. um, Conceal carry. No longer. You don't need a permit anymore. Anyone can conceal carry. And... I barbershop talk. La- uh, this week, we were in the shop, and there was a lot. Of, they were talking about it, and I I agreed a lot with what they had to say. But basically, the premise is, is that um they're going to be a lot more shootings and killings of black folks in the, in Florida because of this. You know, all these the officers are going to have this. Be like, I was afraid for my life. But I didn't know if he had a gun, and you know, it really made me think. And I was like, you know what? probably is true. Unfortunately, you know, that you're giving, you're putting, and sometimes this is why I don't like concealed carry stuff being passed, because you are putting the officers at a disadvantage. And this is coming from two former military police officers. So we know about, you know, that risk of the unknown. You really don't know when you're going up to a person. So, you know, thinking in my mind, I'm thinking, hey, I go up to a car you know, yes, it doesn't really change a whole lot because there could be someone carrying with a a gun who doesn't care about their permit and stuff. But there are people who would be like, I need a permit to carry this gun. So they will intentionally think about it before they, you know, go put their gun in their car. Now, no one would just give a fuck, you know, they just be riding around with pistols and stuff like that. So, you know, the officers really have to, I think the biggest thing is the officers really have to take caution when they're doing their traffic stops and stuff like that you know and really think about what is going on and you know but also don't be jumpy to grab your gun not everybody is trying to blow your brains out so it's a fine line but i hope that if we don't see a whole bunch of increases of shootings for black folks but you know it is florida it's wild out here uh the spring breaks and the summer vacations, sometimes they go south. Uh, so how do you feel about uh, this concealed carry pass? You know, you're already out in Texas, so you guys are probably all like, oh, finally, God damn it, they are free out there in Florida. They got their guns, and now they can shoot them, and then all they need is their trucks. Are you done? Yes, I'm done. All
0: right, well, I just <laughs> want to make sure you're done with your little fake Texas no, I, I ain't gonna protect your ass when you come out here to visit. I'm just putting it on out, out there. So when 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 our viewers start seeing this shit and they and when you out and about in Texas and they're like, hey bro, why you gotta talk shit about Texas? I'm like, hey, get 'em. Get yeah. them.
1: So but hey, anyway, what did I tell you? Hey, them Florida boys won't pull up with their with the gator boots on. Hey, don't I, we don't play. Them, okay.
0: You can bring them nut jobs. We 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 know how to handle them out here. <laughs> okay. uh, but uh Texas did it uh, a couple of years ago, a year ago, two years ago. Um, I was, I was cool with it. know. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I do see your, your um, concerns. Um, Luckily, knock on wood, we haven't had that issue or I haven't seen the statistics that show that, you know, the increase of African-Americans um, getting killed um, here that's related to uh, cop shootings. Um, of course you know everywhere you go especially major cities it is the wild wild west um so you'll have you know some some crazy incidents um events that take place but um to each their own you know hey i'm i'm pro-gun i will not sit here and say that i'm not pro-gun because i love my my guns um i need to buy some more as a matter of fact uh but i do feel some people do need to go to concealed um carry license uh training um because they're just not educated in guns and you do have those weird ass people that just think that they they know how just you know just because they went to the backwoods and used to shoot some motherfucking uh, empty uh beer bottles and shit like that that there's some experts and they know everything to handle about guns um There's motherfuckers that handle guns for a living and shoot themselves in the kneecap. We know someone that shot themselves with their own gun before. So, um, education is the best key in this whole matter. Um, But it is Florida. It is your home state. And the motherfuckers is crazy. It's different. I don't know what's in. Too much sunshine. Too much orange juice. And too much Disney drugs out there. Amusement parks for y'all motherfuckers. Um, So, it's probably going to be worse. I'm not going to try to sit here and stick up for gun laws out in Florida because, you know, you motherfuckers is mentally challenged. I don't know what it is about y'all. It won't be uh, at Disney
1: World, though. Disney World more secure than the airport. Damn near.
0: They'd well, be I'm taking saying...
1: fingerprints and shit. They walked through the line at Disney World. They'd be like, all right, sir, please uh, put your retinal into the scanner, put your fingerprint, and uh, why John puts his finger over here up your ass to make sure you don't have any paraphernalia. I'm like, oh. I, am I at Disney World or am I at prison?
0: Well, you know what I mean. Um, but um, I feel just like it's going to benefit some people. It's not going to benefit everybody. Maybe, you know, it's kind of like they had statistics, and I'm going to try to wrap this up quickly. You know, they try to do statistics to where it's like they compared underage drinking here in the States to like Europe because Europe has like, uh, they their age limit to drinking is, like, 14, 15, and it shows, like, underage drinking is, like, um it's so high here compared to, you know, um other countries because, you know, usually most European countries, they, they'll have a beer for dinner or whatever, and that's pretty much it, unless it's, like, a social event to wear hair. It's because it's taboo. You know, the increase of drinking is because it's like, oh, no, we can't do it type shit. Um, So it may be... So, uh, the lessening uh, or you know the restrictions being lessened in gun control maybe may solve it maybe i don't know um i don't have the answers for it um i i haven't heard or seen anything bad in texas so far with gun control as it, like i i don't feel like there's been an increase of like gun shootings other than you know typical you know every, big city type shit like every once in a while you hear about a gun shooting but other than that i don't feel like there's been that significant amount of increases here but like i said it is florida you motherfuckers is a different breed y'all still can't fuck with texas though i'm gonna say leave it at that
1: yeah well i hope that we're not on here regularly talking about it um hopefully we just pull a texas and it it's just there and people come around with guns, but they ain't on bullshit. That's that's really all I can pray for, you know, but if you are listening and you are going to get a gun and you're going to start carrying, please get yourself educated. Uh, just don't walk around with a gun uneducated, un- unknowing how to operate it, because that's even more dangerous than uh, you not having a gun. But uh, I don't have anything more for this topic. Uh, We're going to close it out. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's episode. We tried to keep it short for you guys um, so you guys can get out there and enjoy your weeks. But do you have any last words?
0: Positive mindsets, Make
1: positive out. Peace out, y'all. Have a good week.